You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. Greetings, film fans, and welcome to episode two of The Big Review Ski. My name's Owen. Justin, Justin, just sitting there, like, awkwardly beside me. How are you doing? Run. No, sorry about that. Um, so, do you remember last week we were saying that this is uh, going to be bigger and better than everything that's come before? It's actually bigger and better this week again, because look over here. It's Paul Moore and Rory Cashin. Back from the Woo! dead. So, I, Paul was starting vicious rumours last week that you had died. So, it's... Woo! It's great it's to in. see you. It's based on truth. Based on a bit of truth. Like, Part of him died. I had passed away. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I watched the show Jesus? from I watched the show from heaven. Okay. And I was like, I have to come back. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> back. My work here is not. Um, Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time. The That's whole twist, time. Yeah. Rory's um, a ghost. But you haven't uh, you haven't come empty-handed. You've brought uh, <laughs> Joe cards. Mm. There it is. Um, what do you think of the new red chairs? I'm, re- I'm a big fan. Big fan, which we only discovered they moved last week. Oh, yeah, yeah you, could, you could turn them into uh, like romance couches. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Valentine's romance couches. I've been sleeping in these since last week since I realized that they're really comfy. So there's a wee bit of a pong here in the studio. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us about how delighted you are that Rory is back from the dead uh, to rescue everybody, thanks, pal. From yourself, um, you can uh, tweet us at Big Reviewski or you can check out the Joe Instagram as well. And uh, I know we'll talk to you there probably. Yeah. We? Loads of hashtags. That's the phone Loads number. Of hashtags. Oh, we're you, scrapping the phone number. You got it right last Somebody, week. I got it right last week and someone was like, that stupid phone number. They were like, I couldn't remember There's any of the numbers. There's a lot of numbers. So it's not, it's not happening. Uh, we have a brilliant show for you this week. Um, I say that every week, but it is true. Uh, this week we have James McAvoy, a.k.a. the King of Scotland, uh, the Beast in brand new release glass and uh, Professor Charles Xavier. So Paul had a chat uh, with him. Yeah, really nice fellow. Yeah. Super duper. Um, Didn't know which personality I was talking to because he's got like twenty four <laughs> of them. So, well, he is. I think it was James McAvoy. He could have been lying. He's good. He's really good. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Um, and also, the Oscar nominations came out this week. So, um, kind of tied in with that uh, for this week's big question. It's over to Rory Cashin for this week's big question on the bigger Ski. It's kind of a two parter. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Oh, it's nice. Isn't I know. It? I know. We have that same reaction as it. Yeah. yeah. It's all proper and stuff. Yeah. Wow, segues. Um, yeah, with the Oscar uh, nominations having big question. come out, um, <laughs> the two-parter is, what do you think is going to win Best Picture? And what was the most painfully snubbed, uh, I guess, non-nomination? Non-nomination. Oh, what, what are you... Non-nomination? Non-nomination. <laughs> yeah, like so, so what was nominated for Best Picture, first of all? What do we have? Uh, Black Klansman, uh, Black Panther, Green Book, uh, Star is Born, Bohemian Rhapsody, Vice, Got them all Roma, right, so and what's the last one? The Favourite. The Favourite, yes. Yeah, the right. Irish film, yes. Round of applause, Favourite, 10 nominations. Oh, amazing. Everyone yeah. in Elman Pictures. And also uh, Robbie Batman Ryan. And Robbie Ryan as well. And um, Detainment as well was nominated for Best Short, wasn't it? Yeah, so a brilliant showing uh, for kind of Irish representatives uh, this year. Well, what did you go for for your nomination for Best Picture? I I think this is the worst <laughs> collection of uh, Best Picture nominees I've maybe ever seen. Okay. And that goes back to even the years when there was only five. Um, I think out of the eight of them, I, I think only maybe two of them are really, really good. Uh, and out of all of them, I think it would either have to be A Star is Born or The Favourite. 
uh, and I think A Star Is Born might right. win okay. it. Because it's just got, like, it seems to be the only film where someone hasn't retroactively <laughs> completely destroyed <laughs> yeah. their careers. Uh, or just people involved are like, do you remember? Remember what you said? <laughs> Do you remember that thing that you said that one time? Your, film's your entire career is <laughs> Or in the case of one specific director, everything you've ever done. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Um, so you're going for A Star is Born as your best picture pick. Yes. Okay, and then what about your snub? My snub? Um, I don't know if it's going to come up. Oh, we'll is see, there a surprise? Let's we'll see. see. If you think about it, Drum it happens. Are you thinking? Concentrate really hard. And any second now... Oh, oh. Tony Collette. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I hope Tony Collette. <laughs> Tony Collette, if you're watching, I think you're wonderful. Yeah, um, uh, yeah it's, it's Tony Collette, best actress for Hereditary. But, like, there's so much about her. Like, Hereditary could have gone up for best picture. It could have gone up for best screenplay. It could have gone up for best director, mm. best supporting actor for... It shot beautifully uh, as well. Max Wolf, yeah. The was production great. design. Like, there's so much about it. And it's just completely ignored. Okay. But if you're to single it down to one, like, she gave... Not just one of the best performances of last year, but one of the best performances of any horror film ever. Uh, but unless it's like a topical horror, like Get Out, then the Oscars just have no time for it. Well, Justine, what did you go for for your best picture pick? Well, I'm sticking with Rory. Um... Yeah. Rory's your best picture pick. <laughs> Happy days. When you I deserve mean... the Oscar, Rory. His you life know? is interesting. That biopic was... He came yeah, back from you've the lived. Dead. I know, that's true. Yeah, you've seen some stuff. He's back from the dead and everything, yeah. <laughs> uh, for best picture, I have gone for A Star Is Born. Okay. Because it's just got everything. Um, you know, it has... I think it deserves to win best song as well. Just I guess. Sweet Jesus, that song. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I'm taken back to that film and the emotions. I assume you're talking about the Ass and Those Jeans song. Of course. Okay. Good God. And she has <laughs> That's the real title. Oh my God. Really I want that outfit. I really wanted to elevate from Into the Spider-Verse to be nominated for best song. The one at the end. It was mega. Yeah. And no one really liked it. I thought it was class. But I'm sorry, just saying. Dude, I mean, I got a record player for Christmas and I got that record. And I just wanted to tell people I'm a record <laughs> player. That's <laughs> pretty much job. it. But uh, You're pretty cool. There's, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, but every track, I actually think it's fantastic. That whole mm. sound, like banger soundtrack is fantastic. Banger. Yeah. Digging My Grave is a great tune. But um, you ties into you. You could have been taking your grave. I'm sorry. Bobby <laughs> <laughs> actually is alive. Like, he's here. He's I just a think ghost. Lady Gaga, once is involved, I adore her, so it was brilliant. But was the great, biggest yeah. snub for me at the Oscars, I actually think... Is it going to is it gonna appear on well, TV as well? Funnily oh, no, enough... Oh, no, that is it. That is, that is the picture. <laughs> that is the picture. Good job. Because the biggest snub, I think, was for Bradley Cooper mm, not yeah. being nominated for Best Director. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, as a debut, I think it was fantastic. I actually think he was better <coughs> in directing this film than acting. I think he's nominated. I would prefer to have seen him nominated for Best Director than Best Actor. I agree. Yeah. Um, for Best Supporting Actor, Sam Elliott in that film. He's Good incredible. God, that yeah. one yeah. scene, I... No. Oh, the same when they just... When they confront each other, it's just like... Oh, oh God. Good God. But as well, it was such a like personal story to Cooper. He like mined his own life and sort of the worst moments of his personal life to put on screen and if any director can coax two Oscar nominated performances uh, song and I think was it adapted? there's eight was there's eight nominations eight? are totally for her yeah like yeah you're right It's it was a case of like Ben Affleck Argo I thought about it completely just ignoring him well, what are you going for for your best picture then? yeah I'm going to go for best picture I'm going to go left to centre I think after you touched on it the revelations of Brian Singer I think Bohemian Rhapsody 
as as much be. as I didn't like it to begin with, but the Golden Globes win yeah. obviously showed that people yeah. did really like it. So what do I know? <laughs> uh, you know those. I, but I think the momentum there will be could be a bit hurt by this, which is a bit of a shame to the people that worked on it. And I think do think Rami Malek will win uh, Best Actor, but that could yeah. be the only big one they get. Um, I'm going to go Roma to win because I think the vote could be split between that and uh, Star is Born. And the fact that Cooper wasn't nominated... Usually picture and director usually go hand in hand, not all the time, but it's usually a good sign. And the Academy really love Quran, like they really do. And Roma surprised me in terms of the actress nods as well, mm. a bit left to centre. And I haven't heard a person say a bad thing about Roma. Uh, Quran's got previously won for um, Birdman and he won for Gravity. And it's an excellent film. And I have a feeling that if the vote does get split and that I would have thought Bohemian Rhapsody was the leader to start, now it's going to take a bit of hit back. I don't think A Star is Born is as cut and dry as people think. And I think Roma might just sneak up just, and it'll be very, very tight. But if it does win, I think it would be deserving because I thought it was excellent as well. And then what about uh, Snub? Snub for me was from my cinematic experience <laughs> of last year. <laughs> the anticipation. <laughs> oh, man. Any second. Oh. Technology is catching up. Hey. Oh, a quiet place. <laughs> which was bath. snubbed by the Golden Globes and the Oscars. Uh, we, you don't know me and Rory big horror aficionados but it wasn't even just a really good horror film it's just a good film period and people are always saying that you want to see originality or something different a reason to go to the cinema it's just like I would equate this as like Jurassic Park or Avatar a real cinematic experience that you don't forget even if you didn't particularly like the film there was something about it that really stays with you but it's a good thing that people did like it I mean I, I had a look it's like 88% on Metacritic that's much more than Bohemian Rhapsody, or I haven't seen Vice yet, but I can guarantee you, Quiet Place is a better film than Vice. Yeah. Uh, made loads of money around the world. So is, I don't know if it's just a case of like people snubbing stuff because it's popular, but then you can make the case Black Panther was. It's because it's hard. You know? Yeah. Mm. But, get no out. Time for yeah. but I thought last Both year. Like, and but I thought last year with Get Out, it might have just kicked off. The social. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, a re- it's just an incredibly good film. Yeah. And again, you mentioned Bradley Cooper, uh, kind of raw directing talent. Krasinski was excellent. I didn't think he was going to get a directing nod. But I just thought as an experience and as a whole coherent film, it's original and people loved it as well. Critics loved it, people loved it, but voters didn't, which yeah. I found weird. It was nominated for Best Sound Editing. Yeah, <laughs> well, the sound in it is pretty amazing, all right. I still remember... You had no job. Yeah, I still, I still remember going to see it and after one of the big scares in it, uh, somebody knocked over. Like, cinema was absolutely packed. Uh, Omniplex Cinema. Uh, and uh, nice. somebody so real good at that um, <laughs> somebody knocked I should just stop highlighting it somebody knocked over uh, one of those tin water canisters and like it like everyone like jumped and like everyone Aww. jumped like and then the whole thing just broke out into nervous laughter for ages and then everyone just settled back in to like have the shit scared out of them again and also but, um, they deserve it now because they have to show up to work and work together then go home and live together, <laughs> and like, live together like for nine well. months together what the hell did they yeah, talk about yeah. you know um, they were really good and, and they seemed like lovely people when Rory interviewed them as well so yeah no they're, they're super the pair of them um I'm kind of going predictable as well. It's uh, out of the ones that I've seen for Best Picture so far, because they haven't all been released here yet, um, I'm going Star is Born as well. I just loved the film. Mm. Uh, Head along to see it on my own. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and I was just, like, bawling my eyes. Like, my whole voice on my own. <laughs> like, before, like, the trailer started, just crying. <laughs> just, like, I'm so whole, alone. I'm so alone. <laughs> um, but, no, I just loved it. Hold but in terms, in terms of, uh, of a snub, uh, I went for just, like, a film that actually came out towards the end of 2017, but was still qualified for um, this year's, for this year's uh, Oscars, which was... 
was the most. I like the I like the anticipation. Yeah. I know. It up. The most heartwarming, oh cuddly. That looks like this is a buddy cop duo uh, starring Brendan Gleeson and Paddington Bear. <laughs> um, no, it was Paddington Bear. Who's the hairier one there in that which, picture? Um, <laughs> I think actually Brendan Gleeson might be hairier there. Yeah. Um, this is uh, beards get marmalade lost in. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like Mister uh, Twit then. Yeah, um, out of like out of the films that we saw like in two thousand and eighteen, you're right. A Quiet Place, I think, is is definitely one of my favourite there, um, and A Star Is Born. But uh, in terms of one that qualified here for these Oscars, uh, Paddington too was just mm. like one of the most happy. Lovely, furry, warm cinema going experiences uh, ever. I just remember just being so happy coming out of it. So, you think you should have gone for best picture? Uh, I think so, yeah. Sure, why not? And um, Paddington for best actor. And Paddington. Knuckles McGinty, Brendan Gleeson for best supporting actor. I will, I will definitely like. Agree with on is that Hugh Grant should be up for best supporting actor. Oh, he was, really he was yeah. phenomenal in that. Mm. Forget James McAvoy playing twenty four characters. Hugh Grant playing <laughs> six characters in that film was unreal. Fantastic. Um, Paddington Bear should host the Oscars this year. Oh, that'd be phenomenal. No, I don't want Paddington ruined. They're going to dig up some dirt on him. Be like <laughs> well, when, he's in, when he's in Peru. Your old tweets. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember like, that Paddington? Paddington in Peru on slaves or <laughs> yeah. something. It'd be awful. Yeah. That yeah. would be really, really, really That's terrible. It's a meme there. Now. <laughs> <laughs> really. Sadding to yeah. <laughs> um, If you uh, want to let us know uh, what you thought uh, or what your favourite pictures are for Best Picture uh, at this year's Oscars, which I think are 24th of... February, uh, so coming up really soon. Or what you think uh, was snubbed as well, Saddington. I'm going to stay with that. Okay, Saddington. I had Bear. Tradley Cooper this week. Tradley I Cooper was good as well. Should have been Hunter Killer, Jared Butler. <laughs> <laughs> that also would have been uh, phenomenal. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we'll have an Oscar special closer to the uh, closer to the ceremony itself. We just made that up, but we have an Oscar special. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. From LA. <gasps> yeah, we're going to LA. We have to suit up. <laughs> Bring the chairs. Suiting up. Um, we get these on the plane. Each week, Good each week, I think we'll be fine getting these on. Um, each week, we're also taking a look at our favourite trader from the past week. And I know, Paul, you picked out uh, The Hole in the Ground from last week, yep. a brand Excellent new Irish film. horror film, which looks superb. Um, shortly after the show came out last week, um, the internet broke. Well, it did in Paul's house anyway, uh, whenever the trailer for John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Um, was released and so we just have to go with you Speaking of this. Oscars, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know what's going to win everything next year? No. Uh, yeah, and I finally actually I learned what Parabella means. Remember we had oh, last week? Okay. So uh, I don't know, my Latin's a bit rusty. So, <laughs> so I Googled yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Civis passum parabellum. If you want peace, prepare for war. And on that note, you can see John Mick there with his lovely dog coming into shot. Uh, yeah, the trailer was released last week. Uh, we had the motion, pic, uh, the motion poster. But yeah, it looks, it actually is a brilliant trailer because you don't get an awful lot from it. We knew exactly what the plot is. He has to get out of New York. There's the 14 million quid bounty on his head. And this is just nuts. You see it here. Guns, guns, dogs, ninjas, guns, swords. The dogs are Keanu, like horse, suits. Amazing. Yeah. horse dogs. Ali Berry's got two dogs and they attack. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs are even attacking people. Um, we've got a little clip of the brand new traders. It's John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Do you expect him to make it out? A $14 million bounty on his head. Everyone in the city wants a piece of it. I say the odds are about even. Dark, five seconds. John Wick, excommunicado, in effect, in three, two, one. And away we go. 
Ian McShane, obviously incredible. And in, was he the first one actually? He was. He's Winston. Yeah. Jonathan. Oh, sure. He meets him down in the Continental. That's right. Jonathan. Um, and Braun from Game yeah, of Thrones where did that is come in there. From? That was that was one of my like holy crap! It's Braun. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Um, or. And yeah. Halle Berry as well. And her, her 52. There's... 52 <laughs> years old. And he's 54. What? It's a film about <laughs> vampires. Quintagenians. Is that what they're called? Close enough. Vampires. It's a fair, I guess. Like. Um, as Rory pointed out, like during the trailer, you can actually see it says that line on it. Mm -hmm. Prepare for peace war. If you want peace, prepare for war. You it? should work in film yeah. taglines. Yes. Would you like a piece of war? Um, so, John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum was uh, your pick for the film of 2019. Yeah. Are you more excited now, having seen the trailer? I think that probably has like 10 million YouTube views and I'm probably <laughs> responsible for like 9.5 million of them. Uh, even the poster was deadly. Like, mm. I don't need yeah. a plot. It's just him against the world. Bring it on. Like, I don't need logic. Do you feel like you can relate to John Wick? I don't need any logic for this. It's, it's going to be great. That's uh, all I need to know. The thing that scares me, okay, there's a dog in the trailer and I'm thinking back to the first film mm. when that puppy gets killed. <laughs> okay. I can't take another dog death, so I'm just hoping But you can take no millions of people be killed. <laughs> loads of anonymous bad guys. Is there fun. is yeah. a website you can go to called doesthedogdie.com and you can Google any film in it and it'll tell you if the dog in the film dies or not. I have to do that too Before often. Before going to see it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, we'll see if John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum is updated before you go and yeah, see it. Yeah, I do it. promise I won't spend every show talking about John Wick. If I, I could, I would, <laughs> but I don't yeah. think I'm allowed. But happy coincidence well, and uh, counting the days. Moving swiftly onwards, there's a brand new film out in Irish cinemas at the minute, Glass. Um, I know, Paul, you were, you're a fan of it. I yeah? was, yeah. It really... It, People did not like it, and it seemed like I'm the only see Rory's one. face. <laughs> yeah. People are here. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think, people? No, <clears throat> so just not for you. It just was, oh, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Like, I was just, just like, where's your money? <laughs> well, he didn't no... have any. But, like, then don't make that film. Like, it's... it's yeah, the it's made it back. Like, it's done, I think it did, like, 70 million yeah. on a oh, like, weekend. I, I've no doubt that, like, yeah. it's, it'll make money, but, like... Why, if you know you don't have the budget, don't make a film where for the entire runtime you're like, oh, there's going to be a big fight at the end. Are you hoping for this, the uh, the tower bit? They set it up. So it's like, there's, oh, there's a big scrap yeah, up and that. We're going to blow it up. And then it was like, I can't even talk about it. Like, no, <laughs> don't give it away. The way it actually Definitely ends, give away I was the like, ending. what? Do you know who can well, talk about the film? <laughs> yeah, Mr. James so McAvoy. Man. Nice. Um, well, we can all agree that He's James McAvoy is, is. Yeah, yeah, it seems that everyone is universally agreeing that uh, James McAvoy is the best thing uh, about the film. And Paul, um, after catching up with Samuel L. Jackson, also got to talk uh, with James McAvoy. And I think this is one of my favourite starts to an interview ever because, one, you insult him. Yeah. Uh, so you call him a bad word <laughs> and then you just start talking dirty to him. Like, so this is Paul's chat with James McAvoy. James, after Split, you may be terrified of paprika. Oh, right. Yeah, and as an Irishman, you now may be terrified of Mary, which is a massive problem for of my Mary. daily life. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a bit of a bastard. Mary and paprika, two <laughs> things that you'll never enjoy again. Expert use of the accent, by the way. And the, and the word lad. Did I say lad? You did, yeah. Get his lad out, I think you did. I think that was the line. I can't remember. What, I can't gonna, remember what I said. Guarantee, I'm going to be the only person that asks you that question. Oh, nice, nice, nice. No, when I saw the name Mary Reynolds, I was like, oh, I don't know why that sounds Irish. Well, Mary <laughs> sounds Irish, but Reynolds, I don't know why that sounded Irish. Is it an Irish name, Reynolds? Yeah, it is. A, it is I don't a, know. Yeah. But I was like, oh, they're going to be Irish. They'll be Irish twins. And the twin, were you channeling a bit of your good buddy Michael Fassbender to take the piss? Do you know him? what? I can't remember what the guy <laughs> sounded like. I remember what Mary sounded like, but I can't remember 
what the guy sounded, what his voice was like. I know Mary was really kind of like she was sort of yeah, yeah. there, you know, but. Um, I can't remember what he was like. If, if Fassbender doesn't like it, you'll hear from like don't take my word. I'm sure he'll be on. <laughs> Michael's got a real hard accent. It's Kerry. It's it's a different level. It's Kerry, but it's it's also he's so unique a guy. His voice is so like <laughs> interesting. Paul Moore there calling James McAvoy uh, a bastard and talking about getting his ladder. Talking so, about dicks, pretty much straight in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. straight in. And that is <laughs> why I will never talk to James McAvoy <laughs> ever again. again. Cross off the list. He he was he was lovely. Really yeah. nice fellow. Yeah. So. It's come out since you did that interview, because whenever he was doing uh, the Irish accent and, and pretending to be Mary, that he actually based it on uh, Saoirse Ronan as yeah, well. Yeah, because they would have worked together on Atonement when she was uh, probably 12 or 13. I think it was like the, their first Oscar nom anyway, she did stuff like that before. But yeah, now it's oh. kind of like going to relook at that scene of like, okay. Mm. Um, whenever uh, you actually watch back the interview and you hear him say, or like whenever he's now said it's Saoirse Ronan, uh, you can actually hear her voice whenever he's talking as well. That's creepy. That yeah. It's a little bit creepy. I don't care. <laughs> Go back and watch it though. Um, of course, you're also chatting about he plays how many different characters? Jeez, uh, I lost count. There's a scene in particular, it's great. It's the best scene in the film. He plays about six characters and they just switch on the, literally on the flick of a light. So he's like, I think he goes from like Patricia to Hedwig to Dennis, to Mary, uh, to Mary's Irish twin she has as well. So he plays about six characters in the space for like a minute. But I think in this one it must be about 18 maybe. And then you've got the ones from Split before. But it's supposed to be 24 in total anyway. Um, so you were chatting to him about like just does it wreck your head having what? to jump from one character. So you get 24 to paychecks as well. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. The interesting thing or the slightly fortuitous thing for me in playing somebody with DID, I'm playing a group of people who all live with DID, is that uh, they've all got a sort of prime characteristic. You know, there was a there was a very specific reason why why a time where say Kevin was having a crisis of faith, uh, instead of him having to actually deal with that, he dissociated, and the character that was born and personified was Patricia, and she mm. became sort of the, his his carrier of faith, you mm. know. Um, and while she has many other strings to her bow and there's a real sexual kind of life that she has as well, there's, um, her main characteristic is to believe, is to, to, to take care of that need that we all have to believe in something, you know what I mean? And so when you're flipping between all the characters, they've all got their primer, prime mover, mm. their prime characteristic, if you like. And, um, and so you key into that as quickly as you can and, and that gives you everything else. So even, even, even when they're not taking care of that thing, even if their objective in that moment isn't to take care of that thing that they were born for, it gives you everything you need to sort of spread out and play them in a, hopefully in a... Uh, a filled way, you know. You can check out Paul's full interview with James McAvoy up on the Joe YouTube channel and you can check out Glass. It's out in cinemas now and it's number one in the box office. I think it's just kicking glass. Oh, oh I like that. Yeah, it was good. Do you? Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you doing? Don't take notes. No. What, what are you writing? You're on the list. What are you writing? <laughs> oh, no. no. Are you writing really good? Really in good fairness, joke? We made it this far into the show. Like, you were doing well. I know. So, like, uh, still, I, Saddington's still, Saddington's Saddington's still the best. What did you write for Saddington? <laughs> Just taking a note. Damn it. Um, <laughs> lots of new releases out in the cinema this week and the first one uh, that especially after the Oscar nominations loads of people are very excited about seeing um, it is Vice which is in cinemas um, from Friday the 24th of February 
No, what month are we in? January. We're January. We're still January. It's, 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 it's still going. Sweet. Feels it's like the Friday longest month. Just vices come out. Let's <laughs> take a look at the film, will we? I need to sleep. I need to sleep. If it's there, you can watch there. it. <laughs> what do you say? I want you to be my VP. I want you. You're my vice. Well, George, I, uh, I'm the CEO of a large company. And I have been Secretary of Defense, and I have been White House Chief of Staff. The Vice Presidency is a mostly symbolic job. Uh -huh. However, if we came to a uh, different understanding, I can handle the more mundane jobs overseeing bureaucracy, military, energy, and um, foreign policy. Yeah, right. I like that. Yeah, so we've worked out Vice will be in cinemas. That's that's pretty much <laughs> which, what we're sticking which with. Cinema? <laughs> which cinema? Omniflex. Uh Rory, you've had a chance to see it. What did you think? It's not great. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Um, disappointed because Adam McKay's Ooh. last one. <laughs> I didn't make the fucking thing. Adam McKay's last one, uh, The Big Short, was a very clever... Uh, takedown of a story that everyone kind of knew but didn't know all that well. So him following that with another story that everyone kind of knew but didn't know all that well uh, was was a clever one. Uh, and he has a fantastic cast and everyone it's in it. It's an unbelievable cast. Yeah, and everyone in it is is really, really good. It's just that the story itself that they decided to tell and the way that they tell it is just not that interesting. Um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's a lot of... Uh, uh oh! Like so many opportunities where you could see, had he just came at it with the same level of original uh, intelligence that he had with the Big Short, uh, instead of this. And there's a few times as well where he gets a bit too smart for his own good. <laughs> um, yeah, it just was. It was. It was disappointing. What about, because uh, obviously everyone's talking about the performances in it and the amazing cast, and it's another case of like Christian Bale is unrecognizable hmm. and he's committed so he much. Says to he's like, never doing this again. He said this is the last time he's changing his weight for uh, for a movie. It's crazy, though, it's a, it's how a lot. much, in particular, Christian just can segue between them. Yeah. Mm. And with the makeup and the ball cap and stuff, like, he's, like if he walked past me in the street, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's probably Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody walk in the street. Yeah, but you could be Christian Bale. You could be Christian Bale. But even Bale. when he speaks, people still don't rec oh, know that he's British. British yeah. That was the thing of the Golden oh, Gloves. Like, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the easiest thing to recognise. You yeah. know, exactly. Every time he opens his mouth, yeah. he's like, all right, Keezer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Christian? Yeah. Bale. Um, Bale. Oh, well, that's massively disappointing. Because as you said, there was something very original about the big short and how it uh, helped explain, um, as you again, uh, something that a lot of people were familiar with but maybe didn't have their head around uh, in the right kind of way. And it just had all those little moments in the middle of it. But mm. this doesn't have the same kind of uh, no, setup like, or storytelling. No, the, the little moments, like the remember when he uh, ingeniously got Margot Robbie to explain something. Very, I think that was very, very, very complicated. Yeah. Yes, there's a, there's a there's a, a similar, not similar, but there's a, there's another tactic that he, that he tries in this, and he can absolutely see what he was going for. Uh, but he, one, it runs on for too long, and two, it just comes off as a bit smug. Right. Um, and it just, yeah, like, like. He, they're good. Like, I, like I said, like everyone in it is really good. Like, but there's just nothing. There's nothing interesting about it. Like, it's just. I feel uh, Amy Adams is basically playing to play the same character she played in The Master, where it was kind of a Lady mm. Macbeth type thing, and that 
and the, the reasoning for Dick Cheney's uh, rise to power seems to be solely to impress his wife that is out of his league. And that is, I don't know if it's that's, that's true or not, because I don't know Dick Cheney all that well. But if, if it, even if it, even <laughs> so if it is true, it's a very lazy way of telling a very important story. Pin it entirely on him wanting to oppress his wife. Yeah, I think, um, well, everything about US politics is just batshit crazy anyway. So uh, I think worth going to see for that. And Sam Rockwell, anything that he's in as well. He's um, phenomenal. Yeah. Really, yeah. really good. Super. Um, so he's playing George W., isn't he? He is. Um, yeah. How's the accent? <laughs> Better than he's what great. I just did. He's great. Like, like I said, he, I can't fault... It's Rockwell, he did, didn't he? Uh, supporting actor, I think, I think he yeah. is nominated Yeah, Amy Adams and Bale, I think, got, all got nods, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's an actor's film, but it's not a... Uh, it's not a viewer's film. <laughs> I, think, right. I think, like, other actors would be like, oh, man, that's great. <laughs> yeah, good, good for you. Good work. Good work. You acted that. real good there. Um, so Vice is out in cinema soon, and we also have a brand new film from Clint Eastwood. So uh, I think this is. I have. A, I have. A, I have one particular <laughs> question. One question. So about his, this film. So when you might as well cut name say. the film first. I know. Yeah. I'm going to say. So uh, we're going to get a wee clip from yeah. The Mule, which is officially uh, Clint Eastwood's 987th film. And when this film is, when the clip is done, I, I immediately <laughs> wait your turn. Wait your turn. Here's a clip from The Mule. Oh. Need help, sir? Oh, uh, officer, hi. You need help? Uh, no, no, I'm fine, thank you. What do you got there? Uh, pecans. i delivering pecans to my niece. Pecans? Here. Yeah, pecans. She makes the worst pecan pie you've ever tasted. I feel sorry for her husband, but and I feel sorry for the pecans, too. <laughs> yeah. So Clint Eastwood's brand new film. We know, uh, Rory, you have a question about the mule, but Justine—I have a question. Uh, Justine is jumping in. I feel with like a little sandbag here. <laughs> <settled. laughs> yeah, we've all got questions. I pulled you the can ticket. Wait, you can wait. This <laughs> one, in the trailer, does the dog die? That's all. That's, that's all. Justine need to needs to know. Go on the website you mentioned about. <laughs> does, does the dog know. die? What yeah. is it? Dot com. Does the dog die? Dot com. Okay. Check it out. It's God. As soon as it started barking, you're like but the panic it, sets. It. Yeah, but it, it even tells you if a dog just gets injured but doesn't die. It, oh, it right, goes okay. that far as well, well so you can find... It's great. Layers. It's <laughs> niche. Great. Okay, great question. Can Rory's question live up to that you can, question? You, 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 unless I have the answer on my cards, you can't look. Tell me this. Go for it. Clint Eastwood is... 88. A thousand years old. <laughs> I he, he wrote, and, I he he wrote and directed this film, yeah? Yes. Is it true that he wrote himself two three-way scenes in this film? Yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> One thousand year old Clint Eastwood. I have has more questions. Two, three yeah. ways in a what I understand is a short enough film. It's about it's about a hundred ninety hundred minutes. Yeah, I don't have to review this now. That's, that, <laughs> no, that's that literally it. sells so the film. Eighty-eight year old Clint Eastwood has two, three ways in the film. The dog may or may not die. Is the dog involved in any of those? Um, well, like, can we can we first of all, uh, what's the mule actually about? Clint Eastwood having three ways. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, no, he's. Uh, it's almost like a spiritual sequel to Gran Torino, uh, but it's not as edgy or it's not as in your fa- in your face as Get Gran off Torino was. My pecans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there are those kind of comedy moments when he plays kind of the old man who's kind of out of touch with modern society. He's just like, oh, that's just the way he is, and he play it for jokes, but they're not as 
on PC, let's say Gran Torino was. Essentially, he plays a, a gardener who's kind of coming to his end and he's had a really bad relationship with his family. He's a bit of a dick. He wasn't there for his own daughters. But for some reason, his granddaughter uh, remained close to him. She's about to get married and needs money. He's uh, Clint Eastwood's a bit of a bum. But uh, after going to a reception for her, he comes across these fairly shady-looking people who say... Uh, he, he like he likes to drive for a living because he was a, a florist. He went around all these shows and like, how about you get paid for just driving? And ultimately, the shady look people are drug dealers. And it's just it is very funny just seeing like an old man around these like Mexican tattooed, like like you know absolute monsters with guns and stuff. And just how he just like very unconventional in terms of that. In terms of the plot, there's not an awful lot to it. It's those scenes that are very there's a funny. Lot of three ways to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they do kind of bring a sentimental angle in terms of like I get the message that like he only has a few years left in his life and he's like doesn't give a shit and I'm gonna do what I want, but I also want to get closer to my family. It's the bit when they kind of shoehorn in the bit of the sentimentality that kind of lost me for a bit. I was very much there for like this weird, weird ass road trip with Clint Eastwood smuggling drugs getting paid, completely oblivious over his head to what's going on and with the yeah, aforementioned three ways. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and you, in terms of uh, the script, Bradley Cooper also and Michael Peña are, DEA, are kind of uh, DEA agents. Michael Peña's in yeah. it as well? That's you can see Cooper like worships the ground Eastwood works on because yeah. they would have worked together in American Sniper and Cooper I can kind of see in his in like A Star is Born he's taken some some lessons from Clint. Well, that was out to be Eastwood's film. Was it, yeah? Yeah, he was oh, originally he was. lined up to direct it with... Beyonce in the Lady Gaga role. (laughs) Beyonce in the Bradley Cooper role, (laughs) which also would have worked amazingly well. Of course. It would have been ruined. A threesome's (laughs) (laughs) This is so sad. (laughs) But um, yeah, uh, there's a great scene with Cooper and Eastwood, they meet and they kind of. they, they, those scenes really do sparkle, but as I said, it's let down by kind of the over sentimental stuff. But when Clint is allowed to be just, just a bit of an old codger who just doesn't give a fuck about what's going yeah. on in the world, it's, it's pretty funny. But it, it's a film your dad would love. And I'm not saying that because all dads love Clint Eastwood. My But in terms of the plot, there's not an awful lot else to say. It's, apparently, it's a true story, but. There's not a whole load of, maybe apart from the trees, I'd imagine. <laughs> but there's not an awful lot that'll keep you there. <laughs> They're like, Clint, did this happen? This is yeah. part of the story. Yeah, this it this it needs to stay It happened twice. twice. Can we film we this to 50 again. times <laughs> to get the right take? Um, listen. But, uh, you know, as an, act, I, yeah, as an actor, he's like, he's Clint Eastwood. He's, there's no scene that's spare. Like, even when he was in the height of his fame, if there was 10 lines of dialogue, he stripped them back to five. That's just the way he operates. It is good to look at. The performances are good, but... Just if you, if you, it's just a very easy film to watch, but it probably won't stay with you. It's not going to change your life. Um, but yeah, if you kind of like the Gran Torino vibe, yeah, this this would be something for you. Excellent. So all our dads are going to see yeah. the mule then, definitely. And then they're going to probably want to do stuff. <laughs> No, don't you speak for my daddy? No. <laughs> um, another big release that's out this week uh, is J Lo's brand new film, Jennifer Lopez. Got there. I was about to say I Jennifer like, Lawrence. The, her new film is not called Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, her new film is called <laughs> J-Lo's new film, J-Lo's Jennifer new Lopez. Paid <laughs> by Beyonce. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, this is second act, and uh, let's take a little look at the film before we hear the review. Your resume interests me. Wharton Business School. I'm sorry, what? And of course, you have got to see her Facebook page. My Facebook page? Obama? 
I gave you a completely new identity. You said you wanted to be fancy, so I just like Cinderella dress. A lie got you in the door. But you got the job, baby. Who's the champ? Let's go. Who's the champ? I'm the champ. You're the champ. You're the champ. Yeah, come on. It's not easy getting a job for a woman your age. <gasps> Watch me. I'm gonna be your hero. Trying to save the day. <gasps> Okay. So we cleared that up anyway. Jennifer Lopez, not in a film called Jennifer Lopez, but called, oh, look, second act. There you go, nice Eventually, timing. Eventually, I assume she will be in a film called Jennifer Lopez. Probably. Mm. I cannot remember. Was she a singer or an actor first? She started her career as a backup dancer for Janet Jackson. <laughs> that is specific knowledge. Is that first she was thing? from the block, yeah? She was living <laughs> yeah, on the block. Was, yeah, and she was on the block. six. I remember in Money Train. Do you remember Money Train? Woody Harrelson. I remember. And Anaconda she was in, wasn't she? She's another example of uh, someone who doesn't seem to age <laughs> in a normal pattern. <laughs> it's uh, She aged to about 30 and she's just been there and I don't know what age she is now. Out of sight, still her greatest film. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely. that and Anaconda. On their <laughs> second act has pipped Anaconda and Out of Sight to the number one J-Lo film. Guess what? <laughs> what? It has. It has. We can all go home. Uh, no. Um, no. Okay. Come December, if this isn't on my worst of the film <gasps> years films list, I'll be shocked. Is that the name of it? Worst of the years? It's not a catchy title, <laughs> but it is. It is what I've called it. Uh, yeah. I. I oh boy. Um, you've seen the trailer or the bit of the trailer? Oh, yeah. It's a. Uh, comedy with the rabbit ears but watching it in, like as a film it's not clear that it's a comedy it's trying to be Working Girl do you remember that 80s mm, yeah. Working Girl is Andy amazing great, mm. yeah. yes that's yes. why I wear loads Scorny of hairspray Scorny Weaver Scorny Weaver Scorny Weaver yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's trying to be Working Girl but it's not as smart or as funny and oddly enough even though it's set 30 years later the sexual politics seem to be older <laughs> right okay um, did Clint Eastwood write it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you like that one. Yeah. I go for um, the three-way. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it's it's not uh, funny. It's not interesting. I brought a friend and... Uh, They're no longer your friend, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> yeah. She fell asleep. Uh, it was not, like, Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens is in it. She's yeah. She's not a great actress. J-Lo, I'm sure can be. Sorry. sorry, No, sorry, there was a shot of a dog. Justine, yeah. <laughs> over the dog. Question, Justine? Justine. She can't take it. I can't confirm that. I need to get... get the, dog like the dog makes it. The dog makes it. The dog makes it, so it's fine. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a dull, boring, super predictable, uh, just poorly made piece of trash. <laughs> okay. So, I might have a couple of drinks and go and see it. Yeah, I did see yeah. the trailer at the cinema and I was cringing in my chair, mm. thinking, how is this a film? <laughs> well, like, so. she, her films are like, like Made Manhattan is like University Slated, but that oddly has a, like, like a following. People like watch Made Manhattan. I always it's, remember Made Manhattan was released within a month of Red Dragon. And oh, Ray Fiennes is the lead yeah. in both of them. And in one of them, he was a romantic lead, and in the other one, he was eating people. He eats people. Oh. I'm not, still to this day, I'm not sure which is which. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, people Eight give rom-coms, like, a bit, of lee- bit more leeway than kind of other genre films, because they're trash. I, um, they're expected to be trashy. No, But, like, no. is there anything like, like, no. like the majority? <laughs> no, 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 no. I am a rom-com defender. If a rom-com yeah. is good, I will be right behind it. I was yeah. really rooting for Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, like what's the one set it up that was on 
Netflix with the... Oh, that was good, yeah. The thingy. And <laughs> the actors right, and the actresses involved. The actors and involved. the people and then that thing happened. Like, when they're good, I'm like, like about time... Like when they're good, I'm like, yes, well done. But when they're bad, they're normally <laughs> you do, like you know, there's more cliches and more tropes and stuff but like that, and you are used exactly, to stuff like that. It's exactly like horror when it's done well, everyone celebrates the yeah. absolute shit out of it. When it's done bad, you're like, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> this and is uh, Jay Lowest, is it? <laughs> That's getting an X. Right there, That's put that big. X for that. Can I move seats? Can I swap with one of you guys? Big tick. Um, <laughs> second act, uh, Jay Lowest's new film. I'm sorry. Uh, is uh, is heightened. She loves story. herself for that one. Look at her. She's still going. No. Um, as we said last week, we've got... Jay Lowest. Uh, would you dare you? Shush. We have some uh, very cool prizes to give away. Uh, we will have those Lego box sets as well. And we have loads of entries uh, to last week's High Clue. So um, here's just a reminder of, uh, of last week's High Clue. We'll take a look at it now. And uh, just to say it's a little film riddle. It's in three lines, five syllables in the first line, seven in the middle and five at the end. Last week's was Luther's Poisoned Bride. This was very easy. Pumpkin and Honey Bunny. I was a dead person. Case <laughs> the restaurant. So you were dead and you still got it. Well, what, yeah. do you, what do you think? What did everyone think it was? Well, I agree with Paul. Initially, I did think it was Showgirls. But <laughs> well, loads of, loads of people got the correct answer on Instagram yeah. and on Twitter as well. So thanks for entering. So we're going to pick out a winner um, from everybody who entered the competition. Mm. And I, I would, those Lego prizes, they are slick. They are getting a good prize. Uh, Omniplex tickets is, uh, to give away as well. Okay. So, um, so what, what is the answer? <laughs> fiction. fiction. Yeah. I'm reluctant to answer Genius. because yeah. this is yeah. my first one to answer. No, no, but the uh, so obviously the explanation for that one. Uh, if we take a look at it again, it's Luther's Poison Bride. So Luther is Ving Rhames <laughs> yes. um, from the Mission Impossible series. His Poison Bride is Uma Thurman. She plays the bride in Quentin Neil, uh, Neil Wallace, um, okay. his bride uh, in Kill Bill, and she's also uh, Poison Ivy. Um, in one of the Batman films, hence the poison reference. Oh, I was thinking the poison was heroin or something. It's layered. Oh. It's a bit of both. Like it's a bit of both. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a few things. Uh, then Pumpkin and Honey Bunny um, are the names of... Uh, Tim Roth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in the restaurant. And then Case the Restaurant, uh, because they're checking out the restaurant, they're about to rob the place. And also the suitcase is um, obviously one of the main, like, See, the main MacGuffin. I think uh, the first time I heard that dialogue was the start of Scooby Snacks. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, the answer for uh, last week's one was Pulp Fiction. Nailed <laughs> that line. A lot of bleeps. <laughs> a lot of bleeps. Um, but this week's competition high clue oh, is okay. as follows. I Here we go. Excited. You ready? So it's Cool Bruce at the beach. Breathless. Look, I'll put my head. Yeah. Yeah. Breathless Anderton aims high. That's seven, Sally's yeah. bird is cooked. Oh, yeah, we have to do that. Oh, we counted up. So. She did, she did, she did it. She was doing it as you were I've been Carol Vorderman. That's what Excellent. I've been doing. Oh, so. Um, so, cool, Bruce at the beach. Breathless Anderton aims high. Sally's bird is cooked. So, as we said, we're not going to shout out the answer here. If we know it, there'll be any, any indications, any yeah. ideas of anything coming? We're thinking. It's not Pulp Fiction. It's not Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think I, know. I have the actor based on the middle line. I'm just trying to put okay. the two together. Okay, okay. Yeah. We'll see what the crack is. But we're going to put that up online. It will be up on the Joe Instagram and up on the Big Review Ski uh, Twitter page as well. So you can enter the competition there. Uh, best of luck with that. Um, yeah, that pretty much wraps us up for this week. Anything else? No? Good to have Rory here. 
It's being, I mean, he was on board with some of our jokes, <laughs> some, not on board yeah. with some others. I love to see your checklist. Now you're walking <laughs> yeah. along. It's bad. It's like, it's a, I don't want to be a, here. There's a graph of quality. <laughs> uh, it's not all great. Do you oh, think some of them are great. Yeah. You didn't get a chance to use your, your prop. Yeah. Whip it out there. Clint Eastwood's on It'll be seamless if they like snap it and then you can just finish the show. Oh, well, that's that cool. too easy. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Don't do it. I should be a director. Look down the camera. We're there, there before, before we finish. Just uh, look ahead to next week. We are going to be talking about one of the other Best Picture <coughs> nominees, which of course uh, is Green Book. Uh, Roy's full review. Uh, we're going to have that in the show. Viggo Mortensen. He's got opinions. And Mahershala Ali, who's in the new series of True Detective as well. So, um, uh, brilliant pair of actors. So we will be looking forward to that. Um, okay, do you want to take it away and say that's the end of the show, basically? Did it. I wonder, did it work? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know next how week. technology works. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas.